Oh, hello. Meet Optima Health, your friend for Medicaid coverage. Like any true friend, we can help make life a little easier with discounts on healthy food and gift cards for pregnancy and child checkups. We include vision and medical help 24-7. See more benefits at OptimaMedicaid.com slash hello. It's time to say hello to Optima Health, a health plan you can count on. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the best ever Big Mac burger. Take it away, Hamburglar. Bravo, bravo. He said, there's more special sauce in every bite. Rubble, rubble. He said, rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble indeed, my friend. Try the juicier Big Mac and get 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Comparison to prior classic burgers, limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid once per day. Excludes tax. Must be opted into rewards. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so very much for being part of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. I want to encourage you guys. We got a lot of free resources available from our ministry, Fireborn Ministries, that my wife and I put together so that you can hear God, you can prophesy, or even you could have the spirit-empowered approach to the Bible study. You could go to our website, firebornministries.com, and then uh, there's a pop-over screen that can pop up within a few seconds of landing on our on our homepage of firebornministries.com, and you could put in your email address, and you'll receive a free download on how to study the Bible with the aid and fellowship of the wonderful and, and incredible Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the reason why Fireborn Ministries, why my wife and I do what we do and equip you to do what Jesus did. Thanks again for listening into this and even sharing this podcast. Guys, I'm excited for today's episode as I'm bringing to you Linda Budd. I'd had her husband, Pastor Joel Budd, on this podcast a while ago, and I wanted to bring Linda to talk about her supernatural encounter with the Holy Spirit and how God uses her through signs and wonders and healing. It's going to be awesome. So please sit back, relax, put on your daredevil hats, and welcome Linda Budd to Adventures in the Spirit. Pastor Linda, welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Well, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. You know, uh, Pastor Linda, you've been in Tulsa for a number of years with Rivergate Church. Um, I don't know if your husband told you this, but you guys came to my Bible college, Eugene Bible College, some years ago. And the Holy Spirit moved in power during that time. Uh, I'd actually gotten a hold of your your book, Fill Me or Kill Me. And it is an extreme honor to have had your husband on this podcast and now to have you. Uh, But I would love to hear your story as to uh, your background or even and then lead us into how you encountered the incredible Holy Spirit. I remember coming to your college when you were there, and I have a memory that there was a teacher that had a deaf ear, and after we prayed for her, her ear opened. Oh, yeah. And that was really amazing because there were some students that were resistant to the move of God, 
But, you know, you can't deny those types of things, can you? <laughs> Absolutely not. Now, listen, I jumped all in. When the river is flowing, I jump all in. I was actually part of the Albany Vineyard Revival during that time frame. Uh, lots of apostles and prophets coming through Albany. Uh, and when you guys came through, let me tell you what, I jumped in. So I, I remember something unique. Before we jump into your story, I guess, I remember uh, you and Pastor Joel Instead of laying hands on us on the last day, we laid down first and you pulled us up. A uh, very powerful moment. It was a, a rising from the dead into new life. Very simple. that. And then there I were some people that, that got slain in the spirit. Uh, you like you pull them up and then they. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. But I know, Linda, you got a story of, of the Holy Spirit at Toronto. Would you? I would love to to have you share that for our listeners. Well, you know, that was so long ago, but I want to tell you that that same fire that touched me then is still touching me today because, mm -hmm. you know, once you taste and see that the Lord is good, you just can't walk away from that. And I feel sorry for those who do, but in 94, we went to Toronto, not knowing what we were getting into, but a friend of ours said, you guys need to go there. There's an outpouring of God. Well, back then I was a young mother. I didn't know what an outpouring of God was, <laughs> but I was just desperate and dry. And so I was like, we've got to go. I got to go see what this is. And so we got there and I saw all the uh, crazy stuff happening, you know, people out on the floor and people groaning and travailing and all this stuff. And I'd never seen that before, but I was like, I know this is God and I want in on it. And so when the prayer line was offered, man, I was right up there and right away I got touched in the spirit. I fell out in the power and uh, I'd never seen that before. I, of course, I never did it before. And I just decided to stay on that floor because they, they told us to stay down and let God do surgery on you. And so I did. And I was out on that floor till two in the morning. And my husband came and said, come on, Linda, we have to go. They want to turn the lights off. And I remember saying to him, no, I don't want to leave. Just leave me here. I'll sleep here. <laughs> and he said, no, you have to go. And so uh, he drugged me out of there and I couldn't even walk. And we were there for eight days. We didn't even know we were getting in on a conference. It was one of their very first conferences. And so by the time that was done, I was so messed up in a good way that I could hardly even sit in my airplane seat to fly home. But we came home, told our kids about it. They just thought it was the best thing ever then told our church and it just broke out all over. And I've just been flowing out of that ever since then. That is what caused me to get very, very hungry for healing. I saw immediately, I saw healing in the Bible. I don't know where I'd been all that time. You know, some things you're just not ready for, I guess. Right. But I saw healing in the Bible and uh, I saw the scripture. I saw Mark 16 that were to lay hands on the sick and that they shall recover. And I thought, well, I'm not doing that, but I need to because it's a command here. And so I began a journey on trying to figure out how to heal the sick. Amen. Well, how do you heal the sick? I mean, you know, healing um, has been flowing through me the last three or four years now. Early on, I wanted it. The prophetic was was there for 
at the very beginning. Uh, but healing, inner healing was part of the prophetic, though. But then uh, when it came to physical healing, uh, that's within the last three or four years. And um, I know that you have something unique with healing. So could you share uh, how you jumped into healing and, and why? And then some of the unique ways that God uses you in healing. Yes. And I can't wait to hear your story, too, That because everybody has a story, don't they? Right. But um, like I said, I got really hungry for it. Well, I didn't know where to start. I'd never seen anyone heal the sick. Here I am in Tulsa, Oklahoma with Oral Roberts, you know, and uh, Kenneth Hagen was alive back then, but I'd never seen anyone actually heal the sick. I'd seen people pray for people, but did I see it happen? And the answer was no. So I began to gather books from all these greats. And as I read these books, it still didn't tell me what to do and how to do it. So I would pray for people and nothing would happen. Right. And, um, you know, I, I just did the best I could in praying. And I, I probably prayed for hundreds of people before I finally broke in. There was even a couple of years where I just gave up mm -hmm. because I couldn't seem to break into it. One thing that I did that I can see now was the pivotal point for me was that I gathered all the healing scriptures that I could. I typed them into my computer and all the scriptures on faith that I could. And I made myself my own little book of healing scriptures. And I read those every day till they got down in me where, you know, this is what Jesus did. And he says, greater things than these will you do. And so the problem is not Jesus, the problem's with me. Mm. And so I've got to keep pressing in until I get the breakthrough. Well, what is it? What do I need to do? So like I said, I, I just kept putting those in me and putting those in me. Um, you know, like in Deuteronomy, it says, none of the diseases of Egypt will come upon you. Man, that is a powerful scripture. I don't have to receive sickness. All sickness is from the devil. Why would I receive that from him? Why would I agree with that? Yet sickness does happen to people. Well, but then in Isaiah, it says that he died on the cross for our sins. And so that we are healed. It's already accomplished. Okay, so then I'm sick. So if it's already accomplished, what do I have to do here? Well, I have to tell the devil to take a hike. Because he's the one that's trying to put it on me, right? Yeah, so right. I, I just began to get all that so down in me. Well, then I met a man one year. I was to go speak at a <laughs> healing conference. And I still hadn't really broken the healing. And I was so frustrated. And here I was supposed to be the speaker <laughs> laying hands on the sick and getting them healed, you know. And I met a man at that conference who was another speaker, and he really, really encouraged me. And so what I picked up from that time on and kind of kept adding to it was that um, Jesus is so good. And since his word says that he died so that we are healed, like it's already accomplished, then I decided to picture that there were shelves in heaven with body parts. <laughs> oh, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. I mean, this is just Linda's childlike way of trying to break in here, okay? And so I decided to picture that there are shelves in heaven with body parts. 
and that I don't need to pray for healing because it said it's already been done in Isaiah. He already healed us. He died on the cross. We're healed. Okay. But yet I struggle here. I've got a problem in my body. So, and then I also decided, you know, if I'm going to heal people, it has to be a quick and easy manner because I'm not a counselor type person. I don't want to sit there with you for an hour trying to get you healed. It's just not my personality and gifting. So there has to be a quick and easy way. And besides that, I want to evangelize with this. And so if I'm going to go to the, you know, pharmacy parking lot, the Walgreens parking lot or whatever you all have in your towns and heal people in the parking lot, this has to happen quick and fast because unbelievers aren't going to stand around and wait for a prayer meeting. <laughs> and so here we are, shelves in heaven. So I decided that Jesus wanted to give me a new body part for the person. So if someone has told me that they have a heart issue, instead of praying for a new heart, oh, God, heal their heart, heal their heart. I'm just going to ask the Lord to give me a brand new heart off the shelves in heaven. And so I lift my hand all the way up as high as I can go. And I say, Jesus, give me a brand new heart for this person. And then I just hold it here and wait with my hand out, like if you were going to put something in my hand. And um, I just decided to wait till he gives it to me. And many times I can feel something go into my hand, like my hand will start burning on fire. Or other times, if that doesn't happen, I'm at a place where I can receive it in faith. And so I do. So I've got a, hand, I've got a heart in my hand now. What am I going to do with it? Well, I don't like it. Now, here's me again. Um, when people want to touch you all over your body <laughs> to lay hands on you, I believe the power of God should be so strong that you don't have to touch me where my heart is to give me a new heart. Right. And so I teach people to just touch people on the shoulder. Please don't touch me on the top of my head. I don't like you touching my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and so we touch on the shoulder. And so here we go. I got a heart in my hand so I lay on the person's shoulder and I said here is your new heart in Jesus name and then if my hand if I can feel my hand burning I leave it on their shoulder until it stops burning um and if I don't feel it burning then I just know that it happened in faith and then one thing that I always do is I ask them what's happening for you is the pain gone does it feel different and so forth, because once again, I did see people praying for the sick, but I want to know there's a result. That's right. I, I really want to know that there's a result. And if there's not a result, then why? And so I know that one of the things that we have to touch on then with people is there is there someone you need to forgive? Because mm -hmm. forgiveness is a huge ro roadblock to people receiving their healing. Why? Because Jesus died for forgiveness. So then you could go from physical healing into inner healing, which the person can then receive a physical healing. Yeah, you could, but I just keep it simple. And a lot of times they'll say, yeah, there's somebody I need to forgive. And I just say, well, can you do that right now? And uh, if they don't know how to pray to do that, then I lead them in a prayer. And then we just do the process all over again. And so many times then, then they get healed. 
I love it. That's so Isn't good. That's, that's amazing. Uh, that's something that I've learned over the years is to actually have them do something. I mean, I was born and raised in a church that loved the Bible. God bless them but didn't move in the power or accept the power of God. It wasn't until I was 18 that I was baptized with the spirit and jumped all in, even though I had prophetic dreams since I was 12 or 13 uh, and then have grown in that over the years. But through healing, instead of just what I've learned, instead of just praying, you know, in the name of Jesus, Lord, will you, will you heal them? It's like, sometimes you got to command the body. You then get them to do something, a step of faith move the shoulder, uh, touch your toes. Um, if it's something internal, like, you know, like, like say someone not too long ago, I'd prayed for them via text who had pneumonia and by faith, I was like, now breathe, you know, rapidly in and out. And then they're like, the the pneumonia was gone in Jesus name. Yeah. I I want them to try it out, try it out, do something you couldn't do. And, um, and sometimes I'll even say, well, I still can't. And so then I'll grab their hand and I'll say, walk with me for a minute, mm-hmm. you know, and just do a couple little walks and now try it out. And they're just amazed. That's but so see, good. this is this is quick and easy. Yeah. You can go do this in the Walgreens parking lot and get all kinds of unbelievers healed. Well, that's why I do this podcast. It's not just information, but it's impartation and activation. So, uh, but before we jump into the activation, I mean, I want people to listen to this, uh, the podcast episodes and be activated and then go do it. So would you share some testimonies as to people you've seen over the years healed through this, whether it was at say CVS or Walgreens parking lot or in the church? I've seen everything healed. Um, Let's see, I, okay, I like to see epilepsy get healed. I had a gal that came into the church and I mean, she looked really scary, like the type that you, if you had a bodyguard, you'd want him to stand next to you. Right, I got you. <laughs> I, I could bodyguard. be the bodyguard. <laughs> but I don't have a bodyguard. And she walked up to the prayer line and I'll tell you, Jared, I didn't know if she was going to knock me out or what, but I decided to take a risk. And I asked her what's wrong. And she says, I have severe epilepsy. I have 30 seizures a day. Mm. Oh, can you imagine that? She was a young woman, but she'd been around the life a little bit. And so I said, I'm going to get you a new brain. Amen. See, I didn't pray for the seizure to go away. You have to think what body part do you need? Well, you need a new brain that functions perfectly. So I lifted my hand to heaven and I said, Jesus, would you give me a brand new brain for my new friend? And I lowered my hand and I waited and I felt my my hand catch on fire. And so I touched her on the shoulder. Now, mind you, she wasn't even saved. I touched her on the shoulder and, whoa, something happened. And I said, do you feel that? And she was like, yeah, I feel fire all over me. And it was so cool. And led her to Jesus then. And uh, she went home and she never, ever had another seizure. She was able to now take baths. Um, It took her a few years, but she got her driver's license and could now drive. And I've seen a lot of epilepsy healed. I've seen a lot of everything healed. But it's just so amazing to me every single time. 
because it's not me doing it. You know, it's not you doing it, Jared. You're just there as a vessel trying to be obedient. And you're excited because you love Jesus. So you want to do this stuff. And and it works. <laughs> Amen. Well, with that, Linda, can you lead our listeners in an activation to be used of God in healing? Yes, I can. And here's one thing that I have seen over and over for years now in using my little method is everybody wants to make it harder. And I think it's because we all kind of can suffer with control issues at times. So instead of just doing the simple thing of lifting your hand to heaven, asking for the body part, waiting for it, touching the person and saying, here's your body part. Then after they do that, then they start doing all kinds of other prayers or commanding healing to come forth and all that stuff. And when I see my um, church doing that, people in my church doing that, I stop them and I say, no, you're doing too much. You don't need to do all that. Have the faith for using for God using you with the simple little three step method. <laughs> and so they're getting it. They've gotten it over the years. And uh, if they keep it simple like that and have faith and don't go into fear that nothing happened, they see it happen. So that would be my encouragement to the listeners. Keep it simple. Just think three steps and that's it. And you are done. Now ask them how they are. Amen. Amen. Pastor Linda, love this conversation. And it's an honor to have you on. Um, Honestly, when I first started this podcast, I had you and your, your husband on my list. Uh, a while ago and and in time just was able to connect online and through socials Um, what is the best way for people to get a hold of you and your ministry for more information Um, you can email me personally and that would be linda b as in bud at rivergatetulsa.org awesome Thank you guys so much for listening in to another episode of Adventures in the Spirit with Jerry Lasky podcast. Don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast Network, the Charisma Podcast Network. It's available on YouTube. And please share this episode and be activated in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. Introducing the revolutionary mascara from CoverGirl that adds extreme volume, up to 300% more volume than bare lashes. New Lash Blast Cleantopia is the plant-powered mascara made with 72% natural origin ingredients and infused with cellulose plant fibers. Cleantopia is like a green thumb for your lashes. For lush, check-me-out lashes that last up to 24 hours with no smudging, no flaking, and no clumps. Put the power of plants to work for you with new Lash Blast Cleantopia Mascara. Only from Easy Breezy Beautiful Cover Girl.